Hello, PodMod Bods. Welcome to episode 11.2 of the Podular Modcast. 11.2. What are you talking about, Tim? I fear change. I don't like things to be different. Well, I tell you what, I know that feeling. I feel that sometimes too, but I also don't like losing chunks of valuable conversation to time constraints. Time constraints that I did put on myself, I'll admit that, but I think they're good time constraints. So I'm talking about the hour-long episode. If we go longer than an hour on a talk and it's really, really good stuff and I want you guys to hear it, I'm just going to do two-parters. Is that all right? Is that okay? I hope so. Um, so this this second part here is uh, part two of Eli Peckman from Mystic Circuits. And um, so this, this second one is going to be just focusing on the demos that he did of three of his modules. Another thing I want to start doing is, is having, uh, having module designers who come on the show to have kind of an array of their stuff ready. So as they talk about them, they can make, they can make their beeps and blorps. Um, as they talk about it, and I think that would just be more of an interesting listen for you all. So this is this is kind of a, a first in a, a series of experiments we're going to be doing. Um, but hey, we're a young show. We're trying to figure ourselves out, and uh, you know we're just thankful that you're along for the ride with us. All right, you guys, I want to do a little bit of shameless self promotion here. Um, I have a new album of. I'm just called it modular musings. It's basically just kind of like me chronicling the patches that I thought were worth recording since last October ish, last November. Um, so they weren't, they're not anything that I was going to work on past, you know, just recording them that night, but I I like them enough to want to share them. And plus I'm playing a lot more, um, modular driven, uh, shows lately. So I, uh, I feel like I should have something out there that is at least representative of my uh, my modular my modular side. Uh, selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com, um, and there it should be the first in the list of releases there. And uh, go ahead and walk on through that catalog and and check out what the the little label that I started a little over a year ago has released. Um, lots of cool electronic music there. Um, it's a name your own price. So you can have it for free, or you can give me a million dollars. I would prefer the latter, but I don't feel comfortable charging money for it because they were all just kind of little just sketches, basically, little sonic sketches as I learned how to use the various modules that I've picked up and gotten rid of over the last few months. And this track that you've been listening to under it is, is from that record. It's called Peg BIA because it was the pingable envelope generator from 4MS triggering all of the different uh, CV inputs for the Basimilis Iteritas from Noise Engineering. Um, quite a pairing, those two modules. Uh, both have become absolute mainstays in my system. Also, thank you to all the uh, Patreon subscribers. You guys are helping us keep the LEDs blinking over here at the Podular Modcast. Um, if you would like to become a subscriber, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Um, 
the reason we have the Patreon is to uh, just help cover the costs for like hosting and and whatnot. But we also would like to start getting some merch made and uh, you know doing some traveling shows where we could go to Portland and talk to a bunch of people down there. Um, and uh, you know just go to different cities. I'd also like to try to do some live events. So uh, so yeah, if you want to help keep this going and and help it expand, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. All right, we're going to jump into episode 11.2, part two of Eli from Mystic Circuits uh, chat that we had. It's, um, if you're not familiar with Mystic Circuits, they are the beautiful minds that brought you the Zero HP series. I am currently a devotee who worships at the altar of the Vactral VCA and Vactral LPG from the Zero HP series. Um, but we talk about that a little bit in the episode. And uh, yeah, a lot of great new modules coming out. And this is exactly what we're about to talk about. We're going to see, we're going to hear some of those modules right now. So let's get into it. Um, actually, first, we had a little fun um, trying to patch up a donk. <laughs> if you don't know what a donk is, Google it and come back and listen to this segment that we call Patching a Donk with Mystic Circuits. Enjoy. Maybe that could be the theme of our podcast is patching a donk with Mystic Circuits. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. You want to try it? I think I could probably try at least. I don't know. <laughs> I think we got an episode title. I've got Platts. Feeling pretty... that, that'll, I feel like I could get a donk out of Platts. All right, let's see what this donk sounds like. Oh, no, that's, that doesn't sound like a donk at all. I'm going to have to remember sometimes that when I plug it into my headphones, it doesn't actually... Uh, Sound, make a sound for you. Oh, that could. That, this is getting slightly into donk territory. I don't know if you can hear that. Ooh, that's pretty close. Here, you want to hear another reference, donk? Yes, please. Oh, okay. Wait. So maybe a little higher. Can I turn the volume up on these things? Oh, fuck yeah, I can. I think it's got to be shorter too. It almost sounds like there's like a kind of some bit crushing almost on there. Maybe it's just our shitty file. On the donk you have? Yeah. Oh, well, I can do that. Almost everything I make bit crushes. <laughs> okay, so if we put this. Now I'm putting plats into portal. Ooh. Getting donkey. Today on the podcast, we're going to remake a Venga Boys album, all yeah. modular. Uh, the kids are calling it redonkulous, <laughs> and you will not believe what it means. <laughs> we like to party. We like, we like to party. Well, that's as close to the Venga Boys as I can get. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Oh, man. Cool. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that little donk sesh. Um, and now we're going to have Eli walk us through some of the sounds from the Spectrum Mirror. You getting something? Yep. All right. So the Spectrum Mirror is unlike other down samplers because, like I said before, the track and hold will let through some of the original signal. So now we're hearing only original signal. Now we're alternating between uh, sample and hold in the original signal. And then as I go further and further down, 
you just get these little clicks. And if we were looking at this on a scope, this would look like a sample and hold like random uh, LFO shape. So if I bring it into audio range, you get the sample and hold kind of sound, right? Uh-huh. The down sampler sound. That's your like uh, standard down sampler sound, right? And okay. now we're letting through some of the original signal again. It goes completely back to clean. So yeah, and it's an analog down sampler that lets you go between completely dirty, completely clean. And then of course, there's this resonant feedback loop built in, which lets you, uh, this is about to get loud. It lets <laughs> you treat it kind of like a uh, resonant filter. So if I turn the resonance up and then we go with positive resonance, you can hear it's got some more bite to it. And then if I turn it all the way up, it'll self-oscillate. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. So <laughs> that is. it can also do negative resonance, which actually makes it a more subtle effect. So somewhere around here, it's like a really soft kind of subtle downsampler effect. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound your tip like your typical kind of nasty. Ooh. Now, what are you passing into it as a sound source? Or is it generating its, it's own plats. sound? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can do so. It tracks one volt per octave, and you can do kind of like some tricks in order to get it to act as a voice. So uh, mm -hmm. if we listen to just the output of the VCA and then we patch the oscillator into itself, it will actually, eh, I don't know how loud this is going to be. Uh, oh. <laughs> so you can use it with like an envelope and then this is the internal oscillator. I like the oscillator a lot because it, um, it has a really wide range so it sounds good with a... Uh, with um, FM, so if I plug the plats into the FM input. Oh, nice. Ooh. So that's all just FM. If I plug it into the first FM input, it'll actually do FM and pulse width modulation. So it's a, it's a nice oscillator as well. Yeah, um, this sounds like stuff that I that I would try to make with like seven different modules. Yeah, <laughs> in a patch. So. Yeah, so it, it it's got it's got some capabilities for sure. Um, there's one last thing I should show you, which is the uh, morph output, and this is mm -hmm. fairly unique um, in the modular world, and I believe in general. Uh, there's this output which does some phase canceling effects with the input. So if I turn it up and then we turn the morph knob to the left, what you end up hearing is basically like a high-pass filter. Oh, wait, I'm modulating. Uh -huh. Okay, so it's like a high-pass filter that's made with a down sampler. Hmm. So you hear that while we bring the sampling uh -huh. frequency lower, the amplitude gets higher. And then like right around there, you can hear the down sampling effect with very little um, like low end left. So I call that high-pass sampling. Ooh. And 
then this side is like adding the downsampled sound to the uh, so I put more clockwise and it's adding the downsampled sound to the input so that you can uh, get wow. downsampling effects without actually um, affecting the integrity of the original signal okay so you can hear both right now basically wow so yeah it, it does it does things certainly does a lot of things a lot of things that I want to do and I'm sure you do want to do them as well how was that as a sentence grammar go to mysticcircus.com and check out that spectrum mirror now let's have Eli walk us through the tree module okay in this case I'll turn the sound up a bit I have a basically an eight-step sequence going in um, from tree which is hosting a voltages expander it's going into a quantizer and then into plats um, if I wanted I could use the first gate to trigger plats um, so we're only gonna hear it on the first gate of course, I'm like modulating everything because of the internal modulation. So hold on. Okay, a little easier to hear. So we've got the first step is giving us a trigger. Um, now the thing that's unique about tree is not the fact that you can get an eight-step sequence out of it. It's actually these um, binary controls that you have for binary addressing of the position. I know that sounds really fancy, but basically if I plug a um, gate into one of these shift inputs that I have, it'll shift the position of the sequence by four. So what we're hearing right now is the sequence kind of bouncing between position one and position four in an eight step sequence. Then if I plug another gate into, actually let's just do it like this. I'll take that same gate and plug it into shift by two. And now it's shifting the, the position of the sequence by two. So we're bouncing between position one and two, and then you have shift by one. And that is bouncing between positions one and two. So if I plug multiple gates in, you get these weird kind of uh, polyrhythms that are all um, bouncing around this eight-step sequence that no longer ends up being just eight steps. So I'll plug another gate into shift by four. These are all like clock divider gates coming from Tempe. Okay. So what you're hearing actually does repeat itself. It just takes a really long time to do it. So okay. maybe I'll do this a little faster of one. So you can hear this is actually repeating itself. Um, basically, we just have different divisions of the same clock going into the shift inputs. And if I change any of these clocks, it changes the entire sequence. And as you can hear, it's not really like an eight-step sequence anymore. Then I can plug a clock in and it'll actually shift the entire sequence over. So you're getting the same behavior, but it's slowly moving through all of the eight steps. So basically tree, the way I think about it, especially being a tree, is that it branches through the different possibilities of a limited number 
It branches through the different sort of like uh, like pathways around a limited number of steps. So you have eight steps, and the way that you interface with tree, being all of the gates that are going into it, determines your pathway through those eight steps. So it is t still like you only have eight notes that you can play on this, but you're getting a different behavior out of it because of these shift inputs and because of the clock and the different things that you're sending to all of those. Wow. That actually sounds like one of those modules we were talking about earlier where you could have some fun with it at first, but then really spend some time with it and, right. and get it down. Yeah, it's definitely, there's a lot of possibilities, especially because we're just using it for note sequencing right now because that's the easy thing to show, but it's actually a sequential switch with no, uh, with no um, expander plugged in. So if you wanted to be switching between different preset sequences that are all playing into tree, you're able to do that. If you wanted to switch between different signals or different places to route one signal, you can do that. If you wanted to switch oh, between shit. different modulation sources as well as audio, it, it uses the switching ICs, so it does everything really quick and clean. I mean, I can't necessarily say for sure that if something goes through one volt per octave, it'll come out one volt per octave just because there's signal loss in the chips even. But uh -huh. yeah, I mean, it should be pretty... It's, it's one of those modules that I try and make things that have a lot of different uses. So this is one yeah, of those modules. I think I just, I think I just found a, another Mystic Circuits uh, module that I need to throw in <laughs> Yeah, another thing to lust over. And that was the tree from Mystic Circuits. Um, that is that's probably the one I'm most excited about, but I really cannot decide between that and this one he's about to talk about called the Anna. See what we're hearing right now. Ooh, that sounds nice and grimy. All right, so uh, I'll turn I'll turn the sound up. All right, so now what we're listening to is Anna. We have two mo uh, um, oscillators going in, uh, being Platts and the piston Honda. And what we're listening to is the minimum of both voltages. So it ends up sounding a lot like a ring modulator. Uh-huh. These first three all kind of have a similar sound. So you're getting basically voltage-controlled clipping out of it. Um, oh, actually, maybe it's easier if I plug in an LFO. Yeah, so you can hear a little bit of a clipping sort of behavior coming out of it. So if I plug into maximum... It's a very similar sound, but you will get sound out of minimum and maximum at opposite points in the LFO. Um, unfortunately, I can't show this in stereo, but it, it would sort of act like a panner. Um, then we have uh, VCA, which is like the XOR circuit. And it's like a bipolar VCA that also uses the same sort of clipping uh, method. So, if it takes a really long time, you can kind of hear as it goes through zero, it gets real grimy. And uh, I could show that with an envelope as well. Nice thing about this actually is that you can plug a bunch of signals together. So I've got an envelope from, uh, what do you call it, function, as well as the um, octa controller. 
Octosaurus. Too many modules in. All right, so <laughs> here's the envelope. So it's a nice, dirty VCA that's clipping the signal as it gets quieter instead of attenuating it. Obviously, you can do ring mod kind of sounds with it. Oh, man. Now, were you, rec are you controlling that manually, that kind of ring yeah, mod I'm flare up there? There's no uh, modulation right now. I'm just turning the knobs, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so function goes into audio rate. Um, so you can get some stuff like that. I can actually plug in a VCO and... Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe I'll do the triangle wave, actually. It gives you a much more kind of stereotypical uh, ring mod kind There's of There's like sound. a vocal quality to it. Oh, yeah. Well, ring modulators are used to emulate voices sometimes in, like, the old stuff. It definitely has that vocal kind of... You can hear the frequencies coming in and out of each other. I'm sorry, it's been a long day. So the <laughs> words the words don't come easily. Okay, so we've got that. Um, let me plug in the LFO again. And then we'll listen to MAG, which is short for magnitude, which is uh, what some of you might know as a difference rectifier. So it's giving you only a positive signal right now. Um, and it's based on like the difference between the two signals. So if you have a higher difference, then you get a higher magnitude, more or less. What are your two sources that you're using for these? I'm right using now? Platts and um, and an LFO, which is the Octosource from Ericasense. I do I am every once in a while kind of like messing with the parameters of Platts just because it'll show off different parts of the signal. But if you're hearing the kind of waving sound, then that's really what Anna's doing to it. I guess I could play the, um, this is, this would be what Platts is sounding like without Anna. And this would be what Platts is sounding like with Anna. So you're able to get some oh, yeah. more kind of animation out of it, I guess. Um, well, you know what? And what I like when I hear that, I I've, I've been looking for like re, like reverbs and delays, but I, I almost feel like that 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 had kind of a, a huh. reverby quality to it. In as far as like the texture that you it know, adds to a sound, I, it sounds a little bit like a flanger to me. Yeah, I, yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah, you're right about that. It's definitely not a reverb, but I can see the connection that you're making here. Yeah, I was thinking just some some sort of modulation to give it a little bit more um, like depth and space for yes. for making like an ambient patch or something. Yeah, um, I use it for ambient a lot, but I'm usually processing control voltages rather than audio. But that's a good point. Okay. I mean, it's definitely not just a distortion, you know. Um, right. Okay, so this is a distortion. Uh, if I plug into uh, step, it's the track and hold circuit, like I mentioned. So similar to um, the Spectromere, the silence you're hearing is actually sample and hold. Um, so if I plug audio in, we're getting downsampling <laughs> kind of stuff. But the cool thing about the downsampling is that it actually is controlled by both signals. So generally the output is in phase with the input, if that makes sense. Or rather, the clock signal is in phase with the input. It doesn't matter. Basically, you get some really weird sounds out of this. And if I were to 
I think actually a really good place to show this off would be if I was to use it in an actual like generative patch. When is Anna going to be out, you think? This summer. This yeah, summer? Anna okay. is the one where I'm feeling pretty confident that it's ready to go. Tree, you know, there were one or two last minute changes. I'm I'm not I'm very confident that it'll work as well, but I still need to get this in the hand of hands of beta testers and obviously you know, famous last words in Eurorack. It's coming soon. So uh, right. <laughs> let's, I, you know, I'm, I expect that one of these modules will be able, will be ready to go this summer and hopefully both of them will. Um, Anna okay. is one that I've had on, on the chopping block for a long time now. So an HP size, are we looking at Anna being around the same size as the Spectrometer? They're both and six then... HP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Very, uh, I mean, I feel like for functionality, that's a good size. Yeah, like definitely. You I, get with them. I'm trying to make things that aren't like mega cramped and also aren't like mega, um, you know, indulgent as far as the size goes. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the indulgent stuff comes with the 33 series, but even Portal, like I slimmed it down by 2 HP. Portal's the next 33 series module coming out. We actually heard a little bit of it there with the... Um, the vocal sounds were all going through Portal, and the little like clicky screeches and stuff like that were all coming from Portal. Okay. And do, do you have a do you have like a moniker? Do you play out live? Do you have albums that people can check out? Uh, or so I like used to play Noise as '60s Residue, um, and there's nice. some music <laughs> up online. I haven't done anything with that name for a while. Right now, my girlfriend, my fiance, and I. It feels weird. I feel like calling her my girlfriend or my wife. But um, my I'm the same way. I mean, I'm engaged as well. And I always want to go for girlfriend or wife. Yeah, I say fiance and it feels it feels yeah. it feels weird. I'm like my fiance, you know, it's, I think it's because it's temporary. Too, yes, because you're true. only going to call them that for so long. Right. Um, yeah. So we play music together as the knob fondlers. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's like acid, um, but it's very chaotic and noisy. And uh People tend to respond to that, um, uh -huh. especially when we play at these like hippie festivals where everybody's, you know, doing this really well mastered and like thoroughly thought out music that's just very, um, you know, like perfect. Everything is perfect. There's no mistakes or anything. And then we play mm -hmm. and we're just like banging on keyboards and it's like a drum machine going through distortion in mono. So <laughs> it's and people go nuts. So um, I definitely see people want they want that energy you know and so much of it is lacking in dj sets i mean i know that i just talked about noise and playing noise for a while but like i i listen to techno all the time and i love dance music and i go out and dance a lot and it's i'm trying to bring all these worlds together you know the hardware the dancing the techno and the noise and kind of like distill it into one thing which is just something that'll help get you out of your uh, comfort zone for a little while and, and, uh, you know, b b hopefully shift the way you're thinking for just long enough, as long as it takes, you know? And so I think that people are, you, they know what to expect so often when you go to see a DJ set, even if it's a new person or whatever, it's just like, mm -hmm. this is what, this is what I'm going to hear, you know? So when you're able to defy that, um, paradigm of like everything is perfect and I thought this all out ahead of time and now I'm gonna like you know play it at you 
like that people really have responded well to that in the past in my experience yeah i think that's something that's kind of happening um and i I wonder if it's in response to just everything got kind of i think people got lazy for a while Mm -hmm. with computers and i think uh, there's kind of a backlash at that but it's also kind of this perfect merging of all these really cool technologies like using vintage synths with a laptop and a modular and then throwing a bass guitar or something totally yeah that's kind of my quest oh really (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm trying yeah i'm trying to figure out how to play live with uh, interesting patches that move and have rhythm and 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 play guitar and bass with them and have have a you know, a melodic component, right. like a songy type component. But I also yeah. really like you. I really like noise. I like, sure. I like just harshen, harshen it out. So I'm, tr- I, I haven't found it yet, but I'm, I feel like every, every show I'm getting a little better. We're getting closer. Yeah. I yeah. definitely feel like playing instruments with the modular is a big frontier. That's very unexplored right now. Um, yeah. Especially yeah. because so much of the modular kind of exists in its own universe that's pattern based, but it, you you know you have two quantizers and they're you you got to set them all to the same things, you know, like mm-hmm. um, it's difficult to uh, incorporate another musician if you have to tune all of your oscillators to them and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. When you're maybe yeah. you're just yeah. used to going from scratch and being like okay here's what I'm going to do, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if everything's out of tune because it's going to sound good. That's why I actually played a couple times with the drummer and that was really easy, I must say. Really? Um, and, but yeah, because it's a percussive, I don't need to tune to them or anything. It's all done by ear. Yeah. And we even set up triggers so that they were triggering like sequencers in the modular because um, they had like oh, a nice. MIDI to trig, a MIDI to gate converter. Like I forget which company does it, but it's, kind of well regarded as like one of the more um capable ones i don't use any midi to cv conversion uh just because that's not how i work with the modular so um the yeah so we were using gates from his drums to advance sequencers and to like trigger different sounds and all of that and then sometimes it would just be me you know with a constant uh tempo so that it was easy for him to kind of suss out what was going on. Like, even if the pattern lengths were changing, like as long as he was uh-huh. able to provide a consistent um, uh, m- sort of metered feel, like it would all kind of sync back up again at some point. So, uh, okay. but he was also like a really good drummer. He went to um, Cal arts, I believe. So he knows what he's doing. Um, okay. That always helps. Yes, of course. He's a much better musician <laughs> than I am battery for any of you listening uh he he plays um i think he has a modular now but he plays like computer with his drums and he'll like have a sequence going on in the computer that he's advancing with the drums have oh, have you heard of greg fox no he does very similar stuff and that um there's an album he did with a guy named ryan Sopper who was a modular artist and he's like this it's basically like if lightning bolt Replace their Ooh. bassist with a modular. Oh, okay. You're, you're, dude. You uh, should check it out. You would love it. It's yeah. harsh as shit, but it's really good. And we're actually trying to get Greg on the show. Can we, you we send me the about. name of the album? Yeah, I I'll, I'm gonna send you some links for sure. Lightning I was just thinking Bolt. of that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Just you know, keep emailing me stuff. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. Um, 
Right on. Well, I really appreciate your time. Sure. Um, Ian, you got anything else? No. Hey. <laughs> cool. Wonderful. Ian's got contractors working on his house right now. I think his, his little life's been rough. His washer exploded on him. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It was, it's You're not remodeling cool. your kitchen. That's that's the good reason to have contractors over. My, my, my kitchen is remodeling itself. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, poor guy. No, this this is all really cool. I'm sweet. Yeah, I I'm stoked to to do a little twiddling on your knobs. <laughs> <laughs> you want to find my, right. my knobs? So people who want to know, um, the zero HP stuff is um, awesome. If you want to get into DIY and super useful and uh, take up no rack space, hence the name zero HP. Um, and then you got new stuff coming down the line. MysticCircus.com. Knob Fondlers? Was that yeah, the we have a band camp. Uh, and a couple of recordings will be up there pretty soon. Probably by the time this airs, we'll have recordings up. We okay, have a band cool. camp and a YouTube channel. We'll probably be uploading some video synth stuff, too, with our music behind it. Cool. And is, is Instagram probably the best way to keep up on the, the latest Mystic Circuits happenings? Yes, but if you're trying to get in contact with me, please don't message me through Instagram. It's like the worst <laughs> way. Just, just, just submit an email through the contact form on my website. It's much easier that way. You heard it here, folks. Well, Eli Peckman. Yes, thank Have you. Have a good night. Thanks for chatting. Absolutely. MysticCircuits.com. Everyone, check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Eli for being on the show. Thank you to AI Synthesis. Thank you to Recovery Effects. Um, also, don't forget that this coming Saturday, Gasworks Park in Seattle, June 9th, um, module on the spot. Should be pretty cool. So I hope to see you guys there. Come talk to me if you see me. <laughs>